the world leader in Internet talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, and you're listening to Let's Get Radical. And we are live at the AICPA Engage event. And it's pretty cool because we do have an audience here. And um, it, it's just fun. <laughs> it, it's just fun to be on the radio and live because usually, like, I'm um, talking to my Skype. So, <laughs> so it's a different experience for us. And we are so lucky um, to be here today all day um, and tomorrow as well. First Global has um, sponsored us, as well as Walter's Kluwer. So we are so thankful and grateful for you guys to sponsor us today. So um, I'm here with David Nock again, and we are talking, or we're going to continue our discussion about trends and things that are happening in the financial services industry. And we finished our last segment talking uh, about specialization. And what I want to follow up question to that is, is if we're talking about specialization, how is that going to help us scale our financial planning practice in the future? How is that going to lead to that? Yeah. So here, here's the reason I think specialization is key. So the one I mentioned before the break was, I think it's one of the best ways for a firm to differentiate itself, sort of a sea of other firms, but here's where it goes. Specialization is at the core of a content marketing strategy, right? So the way I see it is if you've got millennials or Gen Xers who are likely to be doing research before they hire professionals, they want to play a role in the financial planning process or in the you know tax and accounting process, they want to like understand it and be part of it. They're out there on the internet looking for information. They're going to find your content. They're going to explore your content. And the idea is to have your website be a pretty robust um, e-commerce solution that will allow clients to become engaged with your practice. So booking appointments, getting into the process, finding out more. And the reason why it helps with scale is if a firm can't take specialization, turn it into content marketing with a social component to it, and then convert those into prospects and leads, I think they're going to be left with sort of the traditional strategy of referrals. And referrals don't scale, right? So the only thing that really scales is, a, I think, specialization with a social presence and a robust e-commerce solution. So that kind of sounds radical. <laughs> I wish it I almost wish it didn't. I mean, I think you're right, but I almost wish it didn't, right? So so what has been the barriers to keep um firms back from doing this? Is it kind of kind of the regulatory stuff that you know, used to be in, the, or well, it still is, but um, in the financial planning industry, that kind of the regulations that they had, the compliance stuff that's keeping people back. Or? Yeah, I mean, I think any, I think any industry, including financial services, but any industry that's got a heavy regulatory component is lower on creativity and lower on entrepreneurialism than one that doesn't. And I think that's unfortunate, but it is the way it is. I also think part of it is, you know, there there has been whether it's a CPA firm or a wealth management practice, there have been long-standing ways of offering professional services to clients that firms just continue to engage in because they worked 10 years ago and 20 years ago, so they keep doing them today. Again, think about in the CPA firm context. How many CPA firms that you know of are practicing the way that they did 10 and 20 years ago, right? How many CPA firms do you work with focus their staff on methods, not on results? 
Right. And this is the thing that keeps practices anchored in old ways of doing business. Until firms, whether it's wealth management or CPA firms, change their mindset from methods to outcomes or methods to results, those firms aren't going to get radical. They're no. not going to shift. <laughs> yeah. So what is First Global doing to help CPAs kind of change and um, move forward to serving their clients in a new way of working, whether via technologies or sure. services or whatever? How are you helping firms make these changes? Yeah, so I'm going to divide this into two camps, right? Okay. So, so one, which in some respects is probably the most powerful, is, is our robust consulting services that our organization owns. One of the things I think that's special about First Global, in fact, it may be the most special thing about our organization, is we help CPA firms get farther faster. Right? A firm okay. working with us is going to be able to do more to build their wealth management practice the right way than they'd like you to be able to do on their own. Right? So just on the consulting side alone, I think there's so many best practices that we've seen and we're aware of for the fully open-minded CPA firm that's ready to embrace new ways of doing business. We have all the people and resources that will engage with them and help them get there. Right? That's the value proposition of the organization. Right. And I don't want to underestimate that part because it'll do more than tech all day long. The second piece is technology. So First Global has been working for three years now on implementing tremendous change to all of the technology infrastructure of our organization. The purpose of this in my mind is to unleash the discretionary potential of the people in our organizations. So whether it's your firm, whether it's our firm, there's a lot of, un, there's a lot of t- uh, untapped potential because people are working in systems and processes that are outdated and technologies that don't work. Um, so we're delivering a lot of that However, it's incumbent upon the firms to utilize the technologies that they're being given. Right. So a challenge I gave to our firms at our top client conference here recently was, go discover what your technology can do for you, become expert in it, and fully leverage all the capabilities that are at your fingertips. That creates tremendous scale. Right. And so how do you see CPAs adopting or not adopting or wanting to adopt? What do you see um, them coming to you with kind of as questions on how to change? Are they asking you about that or how's that working? Well, I mean, I think there's lots of different questions and it depends on the firm, right? So if it's a large, if it's a large multi-partner firm that we're working with, some of the biggest questions are around partner engagement, partner compensation, financial advisor compensation. Um, So the biggest question has perpetually been, hey, how do we get partners engaged in wealth management or any other strategy that we offer? For the, for the smaller firms, the sole practitioners, the two and three partner firms, in a lot of these cases, it's really looking for leverage and scale. Um, A lot of the questions around, hey, how do we get this thing to be bigger than it is today? How do we get it, be, get it to be easier? How do we get to love and enjoy our business more than we might be loving and enjoying our business today? So the questions will vary depending on how many partners really are in the CPA firm. Right. And do you think that a lot of um, uh, CPA firms want that growth? Is that kind of one of their things that they want? Or? Well, I mean, there, there's definitely two types of practices out okay. there, right? There's the enterprise firm, and then there's the lifestyle practice. Right. Um, so, I mean, we've got actually pretty good data to be able to tell based on the behavior patterns of a firm, sort of which camp they're in. I'd say about a quarter of our firms really are, by their, by their activities, really look like full enterprise practices. About three quarters are lifestyle firms. Now, there's successful lifestyle practices, but until the firm changes the mindset from being a practitioner to being a CEO, I think it's hard to go through the shift from... Um, sort of um, a lifestyle practice to something that has true enterprise value. So have you seen any younger firm owners joining you guys and wanting to do wealth management? And Definitely. So first, average age of a first global CPA who's working with us has remained unchanged over the past four years. So that's good. So that means we're bringing in younger people all the time. And it's showing up in two ways. One, we're bringing in younger CPA firm owners, right? Younger practitioners. 
we're also seeing our existing firms bringing in younger people as part of succession planning activity. So that's been kind of cool to see. So for the longest time, the average age of a first global financial advisor was going up about eight months every year, right? So we were not bringing in enough young people. That's changed over the past four years. So we're pretty grateful for that because it completely changes the dynamic of our conferences. It changes the dynamic of the questions that were asked. The focus on technology and social and pushing these boundaries um, are all showing up perhaps more today than they used to. So... You as um, the first global president, what are things that you're concerned about in the industry that kind of keep you up at night? Like what, what, what's on your mind that you need to think about as far as resolving and to help your customers, CPAs and their firms better? I think one of the things right now, at least that's on the top of my mind, is just, just the level of creativity that exists in the financial services marketplace. We've been operating under, I mean, my opinion, we've been operating under um, such a regulatory focus, such a heavy compliance burden for the past five or so years, really since the financial crisis, to me, it feels like entrepreneurialism and creativity is sort of at an all-time low for me in the industry. And that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Uh, and, I, and I feel like a lot of that just is, I know it is for us, we're spending a lot of our discretionary time and talent on dealing with the next rule and the next regulation. I, I, I look forward to that slowing down for a little while, uh, hoping the industry can find its way to some more creativity as a part of that. But that part of that keeps me up at night. I think I used to worry more about succession planning. Um, I worry a little bit less about that today. And I mentioned we start to see you know, more, more and more Changes young happening. people coming in. Technology is progressing pretty well. Uh, I'd want our firms to make sure they embrace it. But again, the big thing right now is just creativity industry is at an all-time low. That, that troubles me. And do you think that um, kind of the compliance thing and the regulatory piece is going to open up a little bit as, you know, I know a while ago it was like you could never have a website, right? And then that changed. And now, um, you know, social media. Do you, do you see those trends changing because they're going to have to adapt to society around us? Or Yeah, not, not fast. Really? I mean, so yes, I do. I don't know that it's, you know, progressing fast enough. Especially um, for me. Right, especially for you. But you and I had this conversation a year ago, right? right. It's like, push us. Come on, push us. Um, I, I'm... I, our, our regulatory and compliance people will tell you I'm probably a pusher, you know, pusher of this stuff as well. Right. Um, I think it is. Cha- I think it's changing. I just don't know that it's changing fast enough. I also think, unfortunately, we're not bringing enough young people into both of our both the professions you're working in. Um, I just don't think there's enough young people in leadership positions to push the envelope. Like when I go to the AICPA's Edge Conference and I'm around all the young professionals there, I get super excited. I see how right. the boundaries can get pushed. I see all the cool stuff happening there. Um, I, that, that isn't the trend in our combined industries. There's still a lot of lifestyle business. So, so this has been a phenomenal interview, and you're going to join us um, when we bring on our next guest. But um, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for sponsoring today and um, being on Let's Get Radical. Stay tuned. First Global was founded by CPAs who believe that accounting and tax professionals are uniquely qualified to add value to their existing client relationships by offering comprehensive wealth management services. First Global believes the time is now for one of America's most trusted professions to rise up and show the world the power of true CPA financial planning. When you partner with First Global, you can be more to your clients. Play large by unleashing the power of wealth management and let go of the idea that someone else knows what What's best for your clients? Visit First Global at 1stglobal.com. CCH Access from Walters Kluwer has the power to grow. 
manage, and protect firms in motion through its integrated modules. These include tax preparation, centralized document management, improving client services, streamlining accounting, and managing your projects and deliverables. Accelerate growth, enhance management, and protect your organization's reputation. Visit cchgroup.com to find out more or register for a demo so we can show you what we do. That's cchgroup.com. Engage your learning, engage your network, engage your future. The AICPA Engage 2017 event happens over four days, Monday, June 12th through Thursday, June 15th at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. There are six conferences at the event, and you can attend one session, any session, or all sessions. Plus, if you can't make the trip, you can still take advantage of attending the event online. If you're in the accounting profession, this is a can't-miss event. Visit AICPAengage.com to find out more. That's AICPA Engage.com.